0: Today's episode of Films in Black and White is brought to you by Romer Skincare. Based out of Chicago, Romer launched a work from home clean skincare line that covers all your skin needs with three easy to follow steps. Why should you check them out? Simple ingredients and effective results—a perfect upgrade if you are still washing your face with a bar of soap or that drugstore face wash. Right now, Romer Skincare is offering our listeners fifteen percent off and a gift with your first purchase by using the code Listener Fifteen. That's code Listener Fifteen on their website RomerSkincare.com. Impress your partner and get happy skin.
1: Guys are so open and acceptable and open-minded <laughs> inflexible. inflexible. People like me are not. I'm very close-minded and firm in my views and I would not get in that egg. So I just wouldn't understand. Welcome to
0: the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. And we aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White.
2: everybody. It is your boy Marcus J. Destin and, and, and I know that we look like we're a little we're a little low on members today but that is not on purpose but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Welcome back to Films in Black and White. Uh, I am Marcus J. Destin and I'm here with it, it, is the, it is the Marcus and Brian show today. We're sad to not have Doug but we are excited for the Marcus and Brian show. Brian let them know who you are. Oh, shucks.
3: Oh, shucks. <laughs> That's it. Wow. Good, it is good to see you, Marcus. We are gonna miss Doug today. Uh, but how am I, how am I doing? I am, sure. I again, once again, I am happy to be here. Today was a, a long day. We did a lot of outdoor work. So I'm happy to oh. be inside. Um, really boring adult stuff, like making sure the grass is going to grow and we're patching yeah. stuff, so really boring adult stuff. Yeah. Um, but my exciting, uh, my exciting bits for our check-in today is that um, I finished playing my game Hades, well at least one part of it, I talked about that last okay. week, finished playing my game uh, Hades, I got through it the first time, super amped about it, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I also talked about um, what I was reading, so I stopped reading, (laughs) I stopped reading, and then there were none, and I picked up an audiobook instead in the Dispatcher series, Um, so it's on Audible, narrated by Zachary Quinto of Heroes fame, or Star Trek fame, wherever you may know him. Um, Yeah, and it's a weird world where, I'm just really diving into the dystopia right now. Um, It's a weird world where you don't, if you you are murdered, you come back 999 times out of 1000, nobody knows why and uh, there are special people that are like oh you're like you need (laughs) people get hired basically to take care of other people and and murder them and it's just wild so i'm just really leaning into like the dark stuff right now but it's really good zachary quinto um, narrates it and it's absolutely fantastic so that's where i'm at marcus what are you what are you up to how are you doing what are you reading writing watching
2: Mm, okay so reading I am not. Am I reading anything? I am I am reading a book called Contagious and it is like a marketing book oh, on how to like, you know, market things. And uh, it's really for class, but it is really just nest- like a good book. And it yeah, points man. out a lot of good things that uh, I don't think people like notice day to day of. Um, yep like how marketing styles are and like how, it, how important it is and that kind of stuff. So boring stuff really relates more to my major, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm reading that um, watching. What am I watching? Oh, look, let's talk about this. I'm What's watching that? Dragon Ball Z. I've watched Dragon Ball Z. And I also, nice. <laughs> watched, I also watch Spider-Man the first three in the first trilogy. The oh first my
3: goodness. Three. You're
2: doing homework. I was, you know, I came up here ready to fight, um, but I'm gonna save my fight for a news week when we can really dive deeper into it. But
3: I'm into uh, it.
2: Yes, I, I built my, I built up a beef with Tobey Maguire, and uh, oh. I think we're gonna have to address it sooner than later. But it'll be later just for now. So yeah,
3: next news one, I think we definitely gotta talk Tobey Maguire.
2: We definitely, because we didn't even talk about Iron Man three. So. No, we
3: left that. We le- that was like the second round fight, and everyone was like, nah, we, we're
2: not staying for <laughs> that." I was pooped after the first one. I was oh, like, oh I was same. Some water and some oxygen, but <laughs> yeah, so um, that's kind of where i That's kind of what I've been. I literally watched that all weekend. I'll save my Dragon Ball and Spider Man, um, my Spider Man right hatred for next week. <sighs> so, um, right. but ladies and gentlemen, and everybody listening, we have a very special guest um, that will be coming on here soon, very soon. We're actually going to introduce him now. Um, But as you can tell, Doug is not here. Douglas, the first heat is not here, and we miss you, Doug. Uh, You know, (laughs) We'll drop an air horn for you. Um, He's not dead, although I made it sound like he's dead. Um, We miss him. We miss him. We we, we do miss him. We do miss him. We miss him a lot. And so, um, you know, it's the Marcus and Brian show, but Doug Wagner is just feeling a little bit underneath the weather. Um, It's not COVID, not Rona. He didn't get corona, So um, he is at home. He's resting as he should be. So Marcus and Brian are going to take the wheel. We're going to let Doug rest. Yes. And with that, we're going to have another third party member join us today. Brian, yes, let them know who we are. Let them know who we got in the building today.
3: All right, everybody. So Charlie Jewell will be joining us. You may know him uh, from his various reviews in uh, a number of publications. He uh, has a podcast called Cinema Clash that he co-hosts with uh, Hannah, uh, I'm gonna look up the last name here. As I was doing my intro, uh, I, I told Marcus, I don't know if I'm gonna get this right. Uh, but he hosts Cinema Clash uh, with Hannah Buchanan uh, and Hannah Buckdog, excuse me, Hannah Buckdog. And they review movies of the week, uh, talking about their uh, broad strokes, how they're feeling about the movie. Uh, Charlie is also a member of the Washington D.C. area Film Critics Association and the Online Film Critics Society. So with that, we welcome Charlie.
2: Welcome, Charlie! Well, everybody welcome as you can see we are joined by our very special guest uh Charlie Jewel everybody welcome let's get a round of applause i don't even know what we're going to do here like let's let's give him let's give him all the love that films giving and him black a gentle golf clap has to offer yeah i like that i like that um welcome to films in black and white it is such an honor to have you with us today how are you feeling how are you doing what are you I'm reading feeling what good you? thank
1: you for all so right. much for taking the time for inviting me for plucking me out of the ether of the- <laughs> Uh, you know I'm I'm. you guys are here I'm, I'm down here you're oh. here you're down here what am I doing here I, you, you I flatter I'm us doing. Charlie yeah no I'm feeling good gentlemen thanks for for bringing me on I'm ready to talk about some movies and and whatnot
2: yeah I love Excellent. it I love it I'm glad that you are doing good so um we want to give you a formal introduction into films in black and white and that is by playing a game that we all suck at and it is called catch that quotable formerly known as stump the chump but we don't use that name anymore um so no, we, do not. <laughs> we do because we hated that name so here's what we're going to usually when we have a guest on uh, mr charlie you are going to give us your quote brian and i will then i will play the jeopardy theme we're going to play the song and we're going to both do, elaborate if we don't get it which we typically don't you give us a one word hint and then we make our guess and then you tell us if we're right or we are wrong so are you ready
1: i'm ready i got it. i wrote it down and everything all right all
2: right Let's get it.
1: <clears throat> so what do you do? Uh, it's kind of hard to explain. Because what you do is complicated? Uh, because I don't really do it. Oh Shoot. Okay. Read it one more time. This sounds so familiar. It, sh- it might, but uh, we'll see. I'd be impressed if you get it. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what do you do? Uh, it's kind of hard to explain. Because what you do is complicated? Uh, because I don't really do it.
3: Marcus, how are you feeling about this?
2: I'm not feeling too confident. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, I don't. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. First, my first thought was Deadpool. Is it a? Com- I want to say it's a comedy. Okay.
1: Um,
2: I want to say it's a comedy. Um, I want to say it's an older movie as well.
1: Yeah. Maybe not
2: in the 2000s. Maybe it's in the 90s. No, I think it's in the 2000s. I think it's in the 2000s for sure. I, I get, like,
3: some Keanu Reeves vibes from it, but, like, that could also apply to a lot of people in the early 90s, too. Um, I, yeah, and, like, I'm kind of just... I'm also, like, Charlie, I know from listening to Cinema Clash, I know you like kind of some of those indie titles, too, like mm-hmm. me. So I'm like, okay, is this something maybe... Ooh, is this something maybe in my wheelhouse? But I'm not
1: feeling confident. Um, do you have Do you have a hint for us? I have a hint, and okay. um, I, I can I can help you out even more. But I'll give you my one-word hint. Let's, let's okay. start there. Yeah. Greta.
2: Oh. oh wait. Okay. Is that an actor's name or the name in the movie? Greta. Now the only thing I can think of is Gratata, and I don't know why. Are you putting Um, like a
3: little bit of German on that? Like.
2: (laughs) I'm not saying like
1: Greta. No. (laughs) No. Greta. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um.
3: Th- this is why I ask. Um, um, that's just,
1: that was just over pronunciation. No, yeah. nothing
3: wrong with that. Uh, I've, I mean, I over, I over enunciated a Jeff Bridges quote from Tron one time. So you're in good company. Um,
2: <laughs> he absolutely did. Um, okay, Brian, I'm gonna let you guess first. Oh, I'm, thank top you. Top <laughs> you.
3: Thanks for this honor, Marcus. All right. I'm out. Um, I'm not feeling confident about this, Charlie. But it, it's not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess the Lake House.
2: No. No, no. Interesting. Right. there it is. Because I don't really do it. Here's For some reason, that quote makes me think of, the only thing I can, once I get something in my head, I can't think of anything else. That's so funny. it makes me think of Deadpool or Wolverine <laughs> because the only thing I can think of is, I, I'm extremely good at what I do. Like that was literally the only thing floating in my head. I mean,
3: if that's what you want to go with, man, I, I love you and y- you do you. Just,
1: <laughs> do you honestly oh. think I would come here with a Deadpool quote? That, that's
2: <laughs> There it is, I was like, I, I, so, man. That's the beauty of the game. We suck at it. So it's kind of just like it's just a It's thing. in
1: Brian's wheelhouse. He said he's an indie guy <laughs> there you Brian go. Okay. Your wheelhouse. <laughs> the guy who asked the questions, so what do you do because what you do is complicated is very famous now. Oh, he was not then. Acting across from Greta.
2: Look at that. Acting across from Greta. He's giving me the he's giving, giving I'm me the song. Spoon, that's all right, Marcus. I'm spoon feeding you.
3: I'm sending you, no, I'm I'm sending you positive this. vibes, but you can oh. you can call it man.
2: Um I'm gonna call it and I am going to say that the quote is from uh Joaquin Phoenix. I don't really know. I don't I have no idea. I don't really know. Marcus Chunkin.
1: Yeah, Marcus, I don't think I'm you've kidding. seen it. Marcus nope. hasn't seen it. Okay. okay. Seen okay. It. All right, okay. what is it? You have you not seen Greta Gerwig and Francis Ha? Oh Francis man! No,
3: Holy buckets! That,
1: that is 2012's second best film of the year, and the guy I was talking about, who's famous now, is uh, Adam Driver. Adam oh Driver.
2: Oh, that's not the one where he's in with um, Scarlett Johansson. No, is no, oh
3: no, that one was. This ain't no Marriage Story. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Marriage Story one. Oh my gosh! Same director though. That is a so deep valid. cut, Charlie, and I appreciate that. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I, I'm don't not, apologize. so
1: good. I didn't want you to. I, I didn't want to be the first guest ever to come with a quote and have a guest like in four seconds. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate you for challenging us.
2: Um, I can no, guarantee you we were going to lose anyway. So it's
1: fine. Uh,
2: oh, it's man. okay. Oh, well, let's, was, go ahead and, um, let's go ahead and get into the news. Yeah. You dug deep with that one. I think that challenges, it challenges me. Now it's something I can go back and watch. Yes. Um But we don't want to, we don't want to hesitate. We want to get right into the news because our news is a little bit bulky today before we get into our good, the bad and the ugly of save yourselves. Yes. So uh, Brian, you want to kick it off?
3: Yeah, so the piece of news uh, that I just wanted to talk about with the three of us here was, so this week, AMC announced that, so similar to Alamo Drafthouse, they are starting to offer private screenings. Now, it isn't as laid out as Alamo Drafthouse, where it kind of was just like, here's everything, pay us the money or don't. Um, AMC is now offering private, is going to start offering private screenings after you talk to somebody, and it looks like the price is going to be A little bit lower it looks like a hundred bucks um for like 19-ish people they don't really talk about what you can watch but it looks like another option for people that want to go visit the theater which um I'll just lead off and say like I think I'm enjoying seeing all the creative sides of this I'm still really worried about theaters as someone that loves the theater experience so um I that that was the piece that I wanted to bring to all of us
2: Okay, and that's really interesting compared to that Alamo news that you had last week about um, what, where Doug was hurting the um, nine-year-old football players in the Alamo for two hundred dollars. Um, but we're yeah. not going to talk about that. Uh, I really, I really think hundred dollars is a better, it's a better investment. I think I would do a private screening. I wouldn't mind paying a hundred dollars, but it depends on what's being shown. Um, right. What What would you all watch for a hundred dollar? What would you private screen for a hundred dollars?
3: Yeah, Charlie. Is there anything that jumps out to you?
1: Nothing. I am not <laughs> not going to a movie theater until there is right. a vaccine in my veins. Right. And there are yep. publicists already saying, "Here, come to ba- come back to the screenings. It's safe." Yup. no. I skipped Tenant. I yep. am not going wow. to anything. I don't care if it's if you pay me $100. I'm not going to a movie theater. <laughs> 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 that's the, that's the, there's no gray gray area no yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: you know what honestly i appreciate the honesty because Mm -hmm. you know it's not really worth it whether it's it's private or not but um says the guy who went to go see tenant with doug um hey you know
3: that's but it's also different too because y'all are in a different geographic location than like some of us that are packed in in urban centers myself included
1: yeah Yeah, i'm in the
3: dc so
2: (laughs) oh no yeah no yeah no 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 yeah and i'm in the chicago
3: area so like i can't i can't throw a stone without like you know just hitting something
2: Okay, well we say a hundred dollars is not we're not watching nothing, we just gonna stay home. Um, I think yeah, so, which is fine. Um, for my news, yeah. Obviously, there was a ton of Spider-Man news that came out over the span of what yeah. seemed the weekend, that was weird. um, and it still continues to spill over. Some confirm, some are rumors. So let's kind of just go down of everything we know about Spider-Man 3 homesick. There is
3: a lot, yeah.
2: It's so much. Um, we know that Jamie Foxx is returning in his role as Electro. And he tweeted out or put something on Instagram that he won't be blue this time. So that got people speculating <laughs> as to, is this the same Electro from um, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man or is this a different Electro? Who knows? We won't know till we, till we find out. So then we heard news that there were rumors that the original um, Mary Jane is going to be re-signing on and that the um, Green Goblin from Andrew Garfield's um, Spider-Man is also signing on. Then we And heard these rumors. are all
3: still in the rumor phase too, I want all to clarify. Still.
2: Yes, because what we thought was confirmed didn't get confirmed. No. So now no. we just kind of stuck. So <laughs> we thought, we've heard that Kraven the Hunter is one of the villains. We've also heard that Lizard is one of the villains. Um, we've also heard that um, Vulture is going to return, that Mysterio isn't dead. All Spider-Man news. The most recent one that is really intriguing though is that it is said that, two pieces, it is said that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire have already signed on to return in the next Spider-Man movie, which would then hint to creating the multiverse of Spider-Man, um, mm-hmm. which feels rushed if you're asking me, but then the other piece of news is that they already, that Sony and Marvel have already picked out their Miles Morales and that um they've already got that plan and and is he's supposed to have a cameo he's supposed to do something so how do we feel about this i want to hear from you first before i give my own personal reflection i i, I mean
3: it's a lot. Like, I woke up to the news. I think it was, like, Tuesday. Like, it was just all over my Twitter. And it was – it. honestly, I just took a big grain of salt because it just felt like a damn burst. Mm-hmm. And it felt, like, really heavy. Like, wow, there's, like, a lot of movie news in here. Mm-hmm. To, there's no way it, it can all be true. No. Um, it just seems, like, in the comic book movie world, people were – I mean, on Twitter, at least, people were retweeting it. I mean, like, it was just – It was a little out of control. Like I was just like, I don't even. I honestly don't even know what to make of this. Like it all sounds great, um, but none of like I like, and not to be elitist, but I'll say this. But like, I was waiting for like a variety, a Hollywood Reporter, somebody to say something, and we're still here recording Wednesday night, and we're still in the same spot. So, Charlie, is there anything you you have any thoughts on this?
1: My my gut reaction is. I don't care,
2: mm-hmm. but um,
1: okay. the, only, uh, the only Spider-Man sequel I want to see is from the multiverse is Nick Cage's Spider-Noir. <laughs> you give me two hours of that yes. guy, I will go watch your Spider-Man. Yes, okay, one hundred percent. I like it. I like it. (laughs) So, do you
2: you traditionally watch Spider-Man like Marvel movies, Marvel films, or anything like that? I've I've,
1: I've seen every single one of them. But I know I am no you know Avengers die-hard or superhero (laughs) film acolyte. But I've seen every single one of them just because you know my I I I watch movies. Yeah, yeah. uh, (laughs) You know I don't care. (laughs) Right, uh, right.
2: And and I guess that's kind of like I guess for all of us who are like diehard Avengers fans, we're hearing news because really DC has been like mopping the floor with Marvel as far like in regards to news, they have the DC fandom where we got a plethora of news trailers and all of that. We even got screenshots from the Batman set um, a couple days ago. And so now we are here and Marvel, this is the first big news of Marvel. And we don't really know what to do with it. It would be great to have a Spideyverse uh, universe, but I also feel like it's a little bit rushed just because I feel like, you're coming out swinging really, really hard, but if you don't execute this thing the right way, um, you're—that's not a good first step for Marvel to have after Corona.
3: <laughs> it's so—it's a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm happy to wait and and see what's true, but it definitely—it definitely just kind of feels like it was just like, okay, everybody, Tuesday, any Spider-Man news you have, <laughs> just offload just it. Like, on this the is timeline. the day.
2: I don't care if you made it up in your head; just drop it right on the timeline. <laughs> that's kind how of how it felt. Yup, yo. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, well, that was Excellent. our two pieces of news. And without further ado, gentlemen, it is that time. We are going to let me play the theme song real quick. Okay, um, go for it. It is time for the good, the bad, and the ugly for Save Yourself. Love it. I always, I always prematurely shoot my gun off. I forgot. That's okay. It first. Um, so, We are going to get into the good, bad, the ugly. And for those listening at home and for those keeping up, you know, the routine, we are going to dive into the film, the indie film, save yourselves. Okay. And usually that kicks off with me giving my barbershop synopsis of the film. Um, And so I'm going to do that. And after that we'll go to the good, the bad, the ugly, and we'll wrap it up seeing, is it worth the price of admission? If this was in a theater, Um, is it worth the price of admission in general? And we'll go from there. So
3: let's do it. Take it away, Marcus.
2: Here's what I got. So what had happened was you got these two we're going to, for the sake, we're going to call them millennials. Okay. We got people, we got these two millennials. Okay. And they are, they are, they, they are this, they are the definition of this generation. All right. So what they, they go in and they decide that they want to disconnect from the world. They, they decide that, you know, what we're going to do, we're going to shut our phone off. We're going to disconnect from the internet. We're going to tell people we are going to a cabin because they feel like they are just too cluttered. And, and honestly, I feel you. Sometimes you do want to do that, but they say they're going to take a week in the cabin. They go, they take this week. They trying to get to know each other. She trying to do some stuff she found on the internet before she got here. It's a whole thing. And, and so there's this guy with a mustache and the glasses and then there's this beautiful young lady. Um, they, they they pair very well. I will say that. Um, but <laughs> what, what happens is after about maybe a few days, three days, they, she sneaks in. She plugs in her phone and she turns the phone on. And when she turned the phone on, she getting all these messages and stuff. But she don't really, she can't really decipher what's going on. So, but then she tried to hide the phone because she won't be on the. She wasn't supposed to be on the phone in the first place. So she disobeyed the rules from jump. So then she go, she tried to hide the phone. But then they go and they see this little puff ball. They thought it was an ottoman. wasn't an ottoman. Um, they thought it was a kickstand. wasn't a kickstand. It was a puff. They called it a puff, <laughs> and so it was a puff. And there's puffs in variety of colors. Everything all of a sudden made me want one of those '90s jelly balls. What are those? It's like real soft off like a what is that called you know I'm
3: talking like the couche
2: the couche balls it's a it's like pink no no it's a pink um cake it's like a- I have no idea like, what you're talking about. Keep going oh, I'm gonna though. To, I'm going to have to figure it out. Anyway, <laughs> all it did was make me crave that. So then we go and they find out, oh Lord, there's an alien attack and aliens are here and they in the form of these little puff balls. So then the puff balls come and they they realize it's eating ethanol. The, that is the thing. That is the big thing that is important mm-hmm. here for you to remember that it loves ethanol. So it is devouring everything that has ethanol in it. So then we go, we go and we've watched them on this journey of trying to basically survive um and somehow randomly some baby pops up and then they end up in this little clear egg and then they float above the sky the end yep that, i guess you don't use
1: like spoiler alert or anything there oh, oh yeah no, no, oh, no. They,
2: no they know the deal they know the deal here <laughs>
3: <laughs> no it's <laughs> on the description in the episode yeah. description
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah yep when you when you come to films in black and white ain't so black and white we just <laughs> we, we, we put it all on the line here so um gentlemen Let's, let's go ahead and start. I want to start with our guest first. Um, Charlie, tell us some of the good that you liked about this film.
1: There's one really, really big good. when yeah, okay. Usually, when you sit through an apocalypse film and the world is falling apart and society is collapsing, mm-hmm. I'm watching Dwayne The Rock Johnson and I'm watching Bruce Willis. And they're so good at it. They've been waiting all their lives for this. This is it. The world <laughs> is ending and now I can finally be me. Let me follow me. I will lead you. But... This is my apocalypse. That is me on the screen. If when the when the world ends, that is what I'm going to look like. I haven't driven a stick shift since 2009. That's oh, yeah. going, what I am going to look like. I like that. That's me on the screen, fumbling through the apocalypse, confronting aliens, not knowing what to do. Uh, a plus for that. One
3: hundred percent. I vibe absolutely with that, Charlie. I just want to boost that and just say I like the first 20 minutes of this. I yelled up to my wife, Megan, I'm like, uh, we're on the TV, we're on the screen, this is, <laughs> this is us, so I totally vibe with that, and I think that's an amazing point to make. Yeah,
2: well, Brian, what, what was your, what is your, what? I mean, well, before we get into Brian's one, good, I want to say I absolutely agree. I mean, this is a clear reflection of if I didn't have my phone, I mean, even the points they were making throughout the film, right? They're saying, I want it so bad to look up how to do this and how to do that. And and for me, it was like, yep, that would have been me. And, he, and even to the point where he was admitting, I'm not a man and I can't do the man things. I don't oh, know how man. to do the man things. I was like, that's me for sure. Because he was like, his his girlfriend asked him, um, does the does the rising or does the starter have ethanol in it? He was, I don't even know what that means. Like, if you would have asked me right. that off the cuff, I would have been lost as hell. So <laughs> I definitely enjoy the relatability there is with the people on screen and myself. And I think even with the scene with the baby, like it is a decision. And that's a, that's a discussion yeah. you have is like, okay, really, typically I would stop to help the baby, but I mean, the world is in it. Do we really have the time to do this? Like... <laughs> yeah so marcus, i really I marcus really
1: like you, you you help the baby marcus i know i know i know but there is that there is i know, that, know that, i know but nope marcus you help the baby marcus
3: that's the psa for this episode help the baby help that's the, the baby, only thing you, know, you take from this episode I know, I know
2: it's so bad that everybody has this moment of like do, do i really want to help that baby no. <laughs> I, I would have the baby <laughs> I mean but yes you're right we helped the baby in the end um Brian what was one of your goods from the movie
3: honestly I, I think it was from a stylistic point of view I enjoyed how it didn't it, this movie could have easily strayed into this territory of just like total like walking dead survival with a few jokes thrown in and it it didn't and I think one of the things that I enjoyed that I I could tell some folks it probably wouldn't but i enjoyed how they spent basically like 40 minutes of the movie just being like we're gonna work on our relationship and Mm. then there's maybe an invasion happening you don't really know until i i mean i want to say at least halfway through the movie um i don't know and i just enjoyed that because i think the payoffs for it at the end were just really well set up even just the stuff with just how are we gonna keep going and they're worrying about all these like really small and trivial things right they the um I want to make sure I get the name right. So, uh, Sue, uh, Sunita, Mm -hmm. uh, Bonnie, I think I'm saying this right. She's talking about these ants fighting over a leaf. Right. And then it like, just thinking about like, wow, the things we really think about that we think are a big deal. Aren't really that big of a deal in the whole scheme of Mm -hmm. things. Like it just matters that we're trying to do the right thing and we try to stick together. And I really, I don't know. It's maybe because we're in the time of like a pandemic, but that like really connected with me a hundred percent, and that made me feel good throughout the movie. So I was very, I'll be upfront, I was very forgiving of a lot of the stuff uh, yeah. going on because I was like, yeah, like I really dig this message. I also like yeah. the joke about her eating her contacts. I just, I can't, I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, at
2: that. yeah, very random and very was like, I was like, wait, is this the joke or is this like serious in the movie? Because I was like, that's scary. And even he says that he was like, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't have admitted that." And so, yeah, I would have kept that to myself. I love if that you could have figured it out. I was still thinking about it because when the puff came, I was like, "Damn it! Can you wait a, like ten more minutes?" Because I just want to figure this whole eating the contact lens thing out. Um, so, for me, I definitely like. Um, I think the bigger, I think the bigger picture story or the overall story um, of the film, the idea of disconnecting is hard. Um, and disconnecting from everything. And it it almost kind of showed how damn near impossible it would be to disconnect and how hard it would be because of the world that we live in, not necessarily the people that we are, right? And so they literally had to go to, because if they were in the city and tried to disconnect, it would have been impossible. They obviously would have seen what was going on. But they had to go to a cabin in the woods and literally isolate themselves from everything. And I thought that that was, it's the reality of it of like, this is the world that we live in. And this is probably closer to my generation. Um, and it's, and it's just so relatable. I don't know what's going on. I also like the idea with that, that the aliens weren't what I thought they would look like. <laughs> I don't even know what was going on. I couldn't even pinpoint everything that they could do. I was like, Oh, they're just furry and they can stick their tongue out. But then they were then it started floating. Then it farted apparently. And then it was like a whole bunch of other stuff going on. And I didn't really, understand but I think that was the joy of the movie was they never really dove deep into what the puff was which kept right. my imagination going as to this thing could be dangerous. Cause one scene is killing somebody and then the next it's like, oh look at that cute little pink furry ball there. That, that, yeah. That's so cute.
3: Very disarming. Is there any other good things that popped out to you, Charlie or anything that you want to chat about maybe we didn't get to for good?
1: I, just, I think it's a bold choice there Cotton on the part of the filmmakers. <laughs> they uh they, this is an alien invasion movie people are going because you know look at the, the there's aliens in the earth and the earth is ending and we're not going to get to that for 40 minutes folks first we're going to work through our issues man do we have issues we're going to make you sit through all yeah. of those issues for 40 yes. minutes before we finally confront there's something going on outside and yeah. that yep. is a bold choice cotton yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. I, you know
2: what? I, and that was part of my bad, to be honest with I, you. That is why I wanted to make sure to connect with Charlie cuz I know
3: you man. And I was like, "Oh, we're like tip <laughs> we're tiptoeing to bad here. I want to make sure I that I cover that." I think that's this. necessarily
2: bad, just bold. It, it, okay. Yeah. 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 I like it. I think um before we go into bad, I yeah. want I want to I like there's there's a couple more good things I want to point out. I sure. mentioned the pairing of the two leads. Oh. I think it was great that we didn't really get introduced to many like additional characters. So we really did get to know the two leads. Um, mm-hmm. And they aesthetically look good together. They pair well together. Their energy seemed to be like, this feels like a real relationship. Yeah. Also love the representation of not a typical two white leads or or, or you mm-hmm. know, whatever. So I enjoyed that portion of You know what i like this this looks like a real life relationship and they go and banter off of each other like a real life relationship it wasn't like they just got together um you could tell they kind of knew each other but didn't know each other and they were still in that middle phase which is fine right um so i love that the idea of that um brian you got anything else
3: i think the only thing i just wanted to hype about what you said was i mean sue that like sunita's performance i feel like really
0: What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show.
3: Drives this. She really brings an excellent sense of just like perky whimsical but also like sincerity of just like I really want to work on this and do this thing well and I feel like it's representative a lot at least of a lot of people I know um, of just who there's one right answer all the time and we're gonna figure it out and no there's not and it was just nice to kind of see that reflected I also really like John Reynolds I thought that he was very vulnerable in this role um because there's a lot of stuff that they're asking him to talk about and do that you don't always see on screen and i thought that was great like yeah. i think this is the first movie i've seen where someone gets a gun and they're like nope i'm good like yeah. and that was kind of refreshing because yeah. you don't see that so
1: it's, yeah. it's what they, happens they if the apocalypse surprises. comes and you're not gun people <laughs> right yeah because
2: even i had to think about it and i was like i was like wait a minute would i get the gun would i use the-? even when it came back up when they got robbed, I was like, she was like, yeah, we had a gun now. He was like, no, they just would have shot us and then they would have took the vehicle anyway. And I was like, all right, good point. I mean, it was,
3: yeah, it was a good, it was a good interrogation of all of that. I mean, like, I enjoyed seeing like Jack, uh, so the character John Reynolds plays, like, I enjoyed him being like his weapon was literally booze. Like, that was it. And I, I was like, I can vibe (laughs) with that as a craft beer drinker. I, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. Um, but okay. Well, it sounds like, sounds like we're good with the good. Uh, so for the bad Marcus, I'm kind of getting a vibe from you. So why don't we
2: start with you and then we'll go to Charlie. So Marcus, okay. tell us what you're thinking. I'm going the most obvious route. Um, well, most obvious to me, I guess. My bad <clears throat> is going to be the ending. I, did- <laughs> I knew it. Um, although it is one of the endings that leave you, it is an open book. It leaves you to finish um it it kind of like i'm gonna go back you gave me 40 minutes of you trying to figure things out (laughs) then you give me the next portion of you really not figuring out the puff but really y'all going (laughs) through your own adventure and then the ending is kind of like and here you go and i was just (laughs) like um where's where's the rest um which i guess maybe the markings of a good film i'm not really but for me it was like okay, we had this thing that had a force field that all of a sudden swallowed you, that all of a sudden lifted you, that all of a sudden you're in space and considered survivors with a baby and no answers as to where it was going. And I was kind of like, okay, if you're going to set up a sequel, that's cool. (laughs) But you didn't let me know if you were chosen to be the selected or like, um, what was the name of that movie they recreated um, with Keanu Reeves and he was the robot. And you remember they had the selected children? Gosh, uh, is it when the, is world it the is? day
1: after tomorrow? The, is it
2: is. No. The, oh, the no, no. The, earth the, 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 day the day the earth, earth, earth stood still. still. Very good. Yep. Yep. And that was the movie that I automatically thought of. I was like, at least it explained, oh, okay, the, yep. the kids are the chosen to restart, repopulate, whatever, whatever. Um, the ending was lackluster for me. Yeah. No, I, and great. I'm saying
3: that because I kind of expected <laughs> well, that for please, you based on how it, we've talked please, about movies before, it. but
1: I'm glad you called it out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, actually, Charlie, why do you disagree? I was fine
1: with the ending because uh, I did. I was worried they were actually going to tie it off. Like Mm. they were going to explain it to me. If aliens invade, we're not going to understand the aliens. We're not going to get it. I'd have no idea. What you know? We're just not going to understand what they look like, what they're doing, how they're about, how they communicate, how they travel. Not going to get it. Don't. And for (laughs) this, just just okay. Now we're in space in a bubble with a baby. Uh, (laughs) That is just as plausible as anything else yeah. and the movie is not about where they're going it's not okay. about why am i in a shell now in space mm-hmm. the how they got there the movie is how did this particular particularly inept ridiculous couple wind yes. up yes. in this situation in this egg thing mm-hmm. that's the film it's not about where they're going uh that that's a completely up the other film uh, i don't think we'll ever see that this is not getting a sequel no but I was totally doubtful, yeah. it actually fits with the random. Atmosphere, tone of this film, that it just ends so oddball and off the wall. That you're talking about millennial, millennial. Mm-hmm. I'm not a millennial, by the way. I am the tail end of Generation X. That's
3: that's which what I, I was thinking, but yeah. Which is
1: this is the most millennial ending I've ever heard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a. You know what? Honestly, I'm glad that you're here to give that perspective because you're, honestly, you're right. The bumbling and fumbling around, and then yep. to get to this kind of conclusion of. All right. Well, I guess we're just going to ride this bubble and see,
1: what, see where it goes. You guys are so open and acceptable and open-minded to we- inflexible. flexible. <laughs> People like me are not. I'm very close-minded and firm in my views and I would not get in that egg. So I just wouldn't understand.
2: Honestly, you're absolutely correct. Even if it would have ended up with us, with me stuck in the bubble on earth, it would have ended like that because I would have been too intrigued to be like, I know enough about force fields to know that, hey, this is a force field. And Hey, now we're inside of it. Oh, now we're now we're lifted. Okay, great. So, and maybe another reason why you don't get the baby, um, but that's a whole nother discussion for another. Okay, gotta take baby, the baby, <laughs> Dude, gotta take the baby. Um,
3: I really enjoyed that exchange, by the way. As an older, an elder millennial, maybe I'll call myself. Um, but yeah, I think that's a perfect way to frame this, and I don't, I don't want to pollute it too much, but I. I think the only thing that I would add as as a bad was it it was rambling but at the same time I can't I can't get that upset about it cuz it's exactly like you said Charlie it's just way more atmospheric and I feel like you know if if you're if you're not trusting the vision of like the filmmakers by the time they like have their yeah. thing at the cabin I yeah. don't know if you're if you're going to get there and and so yeah. Um, but I forgive it I forgive it for rambling and just kind of taking its time because it I don't know I liked I I liked the ending I know we're on bad but I like the ending I'm just like I don't know you're in a bubble can't really do much about it and you got a baby so good luck good luck Um, luck. there be somebody and I don't, know, I don't know if I chalk that up to like all of these things that, you know, being a millennial and like having all these things happen in the national like memory of like, I can't control any of these. So sure, why not? Um, but yeah, in any case, I, I don't have a ton of bad. I, I enjoyed it. But yes, it was a little rambling for me, but I forgive it because I enjoyed that ending. So um, I'll pass it back to you <coughs> too, in case you all want to loop back or talk about something else with the bad. Um Charlie did you have anything bad
1: about the film? I had one it's a specific scene bad and okay. I, every time I see it in a film, it doesn't matter what the film is, okay. automatically like oh I wish they hadn't have done that. Um your fantasy football team is only interesting to you. Your drug trip is only interesting to you. They got hmm. they got puffed. They got poofed. Hmm. They got doused in something and they went off into La la, like yes, they had an yeah. adventure and things were crazy and talk trees were talk to. Them. Yep. I I hate drug trips in film, even if the film is considered sure. a modern classic, like train spotting, requiem for a dream, yep. modern classics. I can't stand the drug trip scenes. I don't care what it looks like in your head when you hide. I don't care. And it happened again in this film. And that's bad for me. Check minus.
2: (laughs) You know what? I can understand it because at some point I put my head down to, I was like doing work and lifted my head back up and they were on this drug trip. And I literally was like, what did I miss? Because it seemed to like happen so quick. And I missed the connecting part of then they were shooting themselves up with the, what was that insulin? oh uh, epinephrine
1: epinephrine yeah
2: yeah yeah. and i was like i feel like i just missed something so i definitely can agree um we watched a movie called get duped and that movie actually had a really good trippy kind of drug scene but only because of the graphics it was the way they did it
3: and it was a music video basically i know we're talking about a movie we watched like three or four (laughs) episodes ago but like comparing it to this where it's like inherent to the narrative where it's not like winking at you like it's very much like what is happening (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah i just and was it necessary that was also the other thing because you didn't dive into the anatomy of the poof and that really didn't do anything um because there was a couple of things in here this film that it was like the crystal did the crystal mean anything that no. he had in his pocket it seemed introduced and it seemed like nobody ever went back to acknowledge it um the poof the poofing, the poofing thing the ethanol which is all part of my bad is like You've introduced all of these major pieces, but never really explain why ethanol? Why not diesel? Why does that matter to this film? And I guess I get it if we're in this world where I'm stumbling, rumbling in this apocalyptic world, but still like, why mention them if it doesn't really matter or it's not going to be bought back up?
3: Yeah. And like, I think this is, I I get what you're, I don't know. I get what you're saying. I think think my, I want to go back to what Charlie said though about like, like the drugs and movies like I, I I definitely vibe with that I've never really thought about it until you brought it up like that though and w- a movie that I really enjoy Midsummer, a horror but there's a really intense drug thing in that and it never really clicked with me and now that you say it like that Charlie I, I kind of get it because it's like yeah like that's okay cool you're trying to explain they're not really seeing reality but like what is it really bringing in this type of movie like you know obviously i think it was meant to like disorient us to Mm -hmm. have this setup for the baby's in danger like i feel like that's what it, it was as a plot device which is fine again i'm way more forgiving with this stuff
1: um like it's a, it's a bias of mine it's subjective <laughs> it will never pass through my filter if i see a drug scene like that if if i see what it looks like when you're tripping it is an automatic fail it's not your fault as filmmakers right. you just don't know me it's not your fault <laughs> <laughs> no
3: but i i think i think it's something to i mean i get it and i get i mean i think it's a good point to bring up and also just it, it set up this thing of just like the baby's in danger and we have to take care of the baby. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed all that payoff. Um, but yeah, that I can totally see where you're coming from. That that vibes with me and Marcus. <laughs> I just uh, to sew this off, as soon as I got to the end of this movie, I'm like, Marcus is going to like have a list of
2: all the <laughs> <his names." laughs> like things,
3: Like the crystal. The I was waiting for you to bring up, I can't, I'll can't. have to look at my list. It's not important now. But basically I'm like, he's going to ask about like what, what happened to all this stuff and where is it? And I kind of get where you're coming from because they did make the major plot points that I was like, eh, that's fine. Which also kind of fits with the vibe of the movie. So, yeah. yeah. Because
2: we, I mean, we could have had the party scene without the crystal. And then what would that have changed throughout the movie? Like, he's like, oh, I bought you this gift. And hell, what does that even, you know, what did did it it do? What does that mean? Like, it really didn't serve any purpose. and, And so... For me, it was just kind of right. like, all right, I get it, but that's fine. So uh, once again, me being nitpicky and just stuff that I pick up on that I was kind of waiting to make full circle. No, it was good. I just kind of left me hanging. So um, did anybody else have anything bad or want to rebuttal or disagree with anything <laughs> that I've said so far, all right, which is perfectly fine. That's what this <laughs> is all about.
1: I forgot about the crystal, man. there is
2: I think is
3: that, that is that good or bad? I don't know that's if that's perfect. a good thing. No, that's, no, that's a, a perfect,
2: perfect way. way. <laughs> it <perfect. laughs>
1: doesn't even mean eating her. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This, okay. Yeah. I guess I'll be just like, mm-hmm, that's going to come back. I know it because I like to predict how the movie is going to go. And I'm like, okay, Crystal, I'm yeah. mental note. I'm going to check mark that. That's right. going to be back later. Never came back, whatever. Um, so now let's get into the ugly of it all. And this um, is where we sit and look at the film from a director's seat. Um, we are now all Steven Spielberg. Um, we're going to sit in the director seat and we are going to dive on things that we would have changed. If anything, things that we would have done better. Um, and we're going to start off with our guest, Charlie. What, what do you what do you think
1: there's a, the there a huge ugly in this film that i, I would have rem, i would have removed it just gone, gone, i would have gone to an, another way and about four-fifths through the film we meet the baby right the baby shouldn't be in the film uh <laughs> it shouldn't it shouldn't be a character shouldn't even be there it changes it changes everything
3: yeah
1: uh if you the older millennials in the crowd in the audience Hello. they had babies uh, as soon as you see that baby, you're going okay. That baby is nine, ten months old, and it needs certain things. It needs certain food that this idiot couple cannot provide. And also, now you're not watching the movie. You're actually thinking about the welfare of this baby, and when the di- diaper needs to be changed, and it's it's hungry, like it's gonna get hungry real quick, quicker than they realize. Uh, it took me. It took me out. It took me straight out. Uh, it didn't belong there. They. They could have confronted any number of problems, uh, conflicts, and it did not have to be a baby. Mm -mm. Uh, Once again, subjective bias through my filter, through my lens. That baby does not belong in this film.
2: I actually agree with you. That's why you leave the baby.
1: Um, (laughs) Take the baby, Marcus. (laughs)
3: Marcus, there's going to be a pull quote. It's just going to be like, leave the baby, Marcus. (laughs) Films in black and white.
2: Take take the baby, Marcus. Um, Leave the cannoli. (laughs) <laughs> I will I would <laughs> I definitely want to agree because it, and and it goes back to kind of feeling incomplete a little bit of how this film left me because you start talking about your goals and your life goals and they say oh the baby's name is Jack too, and Jack Jr and Jack and and then you see without really coming full circle to be like oh this is going to be our family we're going to learn how to survive in this which I guess is a typical ending but when you put the baby and what what Charlie called two idiot people um in a bubble that's floating above space. Right. I mean, like what what was the purpose? Kinda- I was hoping
1: the aliens were gonna come down and take care of the baby because they would do it better than the couple. They would just do it better.
2: <laughs> Cause they were struggling. I mean, they luckily Clearly. they had diapers and luckily they had all this stuff, but then they went on their drug trip and I was like, Well, CPS should technically be on the way, but you're lucky in the world's <laughs> ending.
1: It changed. It changed the film. It, this film was, yeah, it was quirky humor. It was yeah. funny, ha ha, kind of, and it wasn't funny anymore. Yeah. Uh, I took my tongue out of my cheek. If you like no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's,
2: it's, ooh, that's the worst. Um, <laughs> I hate it when it's okay. Lot. I like this. So you're saying no baby, no, no baby. baby. Would you would mm-hmm. you trade the baby in for like an animal, maybe a puppy or something like?
1: Yeah, that. Right. talk about. If you really want to tug at a millennial's heartstrings, do you take the puppy?
2: That's true. Marcus, do you take yeah. the Talk about a oh, Brooklyn t- Charlie's and a small couple here.
1: from Brooklyn. Do you take the puppy? <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. because I've seen I Am Legend. I know I could turn that puppy into a golden retriever that's hunting zombies.
1: So. <laughs> they, they couldn't <laughs> I mean, do that. I did mean, no, they could They, they could <laughs> do
2: Charlie has no he
3: has zero faith in this couple which I think uh-huh. is hilarious. they mean. They couldn't do that. The first 20 minutes I don't think you have much faith in this oh, couple no. doing much. They'd eat
1: all their kale and they wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> lots lots of millennial shots of being fired off.
3: I mean that's what this movie is but I'm okay with it. That's
2: true. Um Brian, what um what is what about the ugly for you? What would you change or if anything? I I do want
3: to I do want to give a bump here to Charlie like I think the baby it just I would just i second it there's not much more i can say with it but like they'd make a whole point of like changing its diaper in the third act of the movie and i'm like i don't i don't know where this is going and it didn't add that much to me and it's just like Mm -hmm. we get it they're in over their head like i just feel like they wanted to have a moral quandary which i'm totally all about um like i i facilitate leadership sessions and stuff like that i have a ton of those situations um Mm -hmm but i'm like you went with the baby you didn't go with like the oh there's a person on the side of the road and it looks like they need help or like anything like the dog like we talked about
1: you know do you help dude in a wheelchair right yeah right
3: like any of those situations i feel like we could have gotten into but it was like all right baby here we are so i just wanted to give a bump and add on to what charlie said I, i i dig it um i think the only thing for me uh that i wanted to bring was like i probably just would have started putting the poofs in the background earlier just to like i don't know just to see have something in the background for folks um and that i think relates to me talking about how this movie just kind of rambles a little bit and it just kind of gives you a little bit something to see in the background if you want also shows that the invasion is progressing telling a story in the background all that stuff but um honestly that's it i didn't have i didn't have a ton
2: okay all right um mine, I think are more of the little things that I keep mentioning. I I, like talking more the ethanol. I get it. Maybe you want to mention that because you don't want to just seem like everybody has access to a car and they they can outrun it. So that is a simple solution is to say that these things love ethanol. So we can't use, we can't use a vehicle to outrun it. Oh shucks. So let's do something else. Um, so I get that. I would remove the little things, um, the crystal. Oh. I'm, I'm going to take that out because uh, it's an unnecessary scene. Um, I'm also going to remove her getting fired because I mean, I, I oh, mean, wow. if we're really going to talk about it, I'm going to shorten the first forty minutes of that film wow. because it's unnecessary. I'm and surprised. So, okay, I get that you her being fired is like the revelation of I want to get my life together. Okay, and that's cool but once again all of this stuff does not even matter anymore which i guess is the point of the film i don't know maybe i'm missing it because i am the millennial and maybe this is not really made for millennials maybe it's really made for the older generation to kind of look at us and be like ha you wouldn't survive
3: And so, no i think that's a good question though like who is this movie for and i think it's both like i i feel like it's both yeah. not to interrupt your flow please keep no going, no but...
2: no You no you're good and I, I think that is the other question is like maybe this film really wasn't made for me to look at myself in the mirror Maybe it's made for somebody else to look at like, mm, yeah, you probably wouldn't do too hot if an apocalypse actually. <laughs> um, so in my director's seat, I'm going to shorten the first 40 minutes yeah. um, and I'm going to introduce things a little, I'm going to speed things up just a tad, just a hair. Um, and other than that, I think I'm okay. I really liked their relationship. That was really the thing that stood out to me most was how well these characters gel to the story that they were telling. They mm-hmm. really did look oblivious. Like somebody really left them out in a, in a in the middle of nowhere during an actual apocalypse and so I like that also more emotion you don't know if you lost your parents or not and I feel like it was kind of rushed over when they were going through voicemails and that whole process maybe a little bit more of the morning I know you may not have time but it still seemed like it was kind of important she's like oh that's the last voicemail from my mother and he's kind of like yeah just keep reading keep reading keep going I'm just like, uh, "Okay, cool." So, yeah, for me that that's that.
3: When you mention it like that, it does kind of sound brutal. That <laughs> <That's> the other <laughs> leader's like, "Okay, shut up about your parents dying. What what else?"
2: Yeah. What what was the next one? We read the next one. I'm just like, "No, that's damn, kinda like, brutal." Yeah. Um, okay. Any any last
1: final thoughts? She had to get fired. Had to. I, okay. I agree. I um she, let's see, oh, what was it? Um, uh, you, you know, you said you cared about the relationship. The only reason you care about the relationship is because they gave you forty minutes of relationship, and here you are wanting to shorten it. They gave you—that's so the only reason you care about them so much—is because all you did was watch them and learn about them. And like, oh, you know what? You do work well yeah. in those tiny little scenes, and that's the okay. only reason you like them. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, that, and it's for It's four millennials. They want people to identify with these people. Oh, uh, that is me! Look at uh, uh, I I am addicted to my viral podcasts, and I right. scream at my partner if they lose my internet tabs. You're supposed to identify with that, and thirty year olds are going to are, are going to identify with that.
2: Yeah, I like it. I I really like I really like the perspective that that Charlie is bringing. Really, cause it does make me look at the film, it does make me look at the film differently. Like these are the things I'm gonna complain about, but you're right, that 40 minutes was important to building their relationship and really falling for who they were. Um, An investment, if you will.
3: And I also think it's about how you build the movie too. Cause like, yeah. I would yeah. say this is not a straight up genre of either. Like you could say it's kind of a romantic comedy. It's a kind of an alien invasion movie. It's kind of like this is genreless. I have
1: no idea what it is. Uh, yeah, I,
3: that's like, true. I, I think know. that's the other thing that like complicates this discussion too, because you don't really know where to put it. And I think just to riff off of the millennial stuff, I think. i I think it is it's not necessarily saying like all these things are bad because at the end of the movie like their phones do help them like they know how to do all this stuff because they have one guy's life (laughs) right like it literally saves his life so i i kind of took that as like hey you can save yourselves right you can interpret this however you want like you know Mm -hmm. your phone and the internet it's it's all still gonna be there and it's just how you manage it and making sure that the relationships are important. And so I enjoyed how it, there was like this counterweight and the actions of it. But in the beginning, it was very much, I was I was very, it was I was a little uncomfortable because like, oh no, this is me. Like this is me and my wife. Because I've definitely done that by the way. So my yeah. wife runs a um, a lifestyle blog and she has a lot of tabs open and I definitely closed them all once and that was bad. Can't and, close the tabs. That's when I learned that you can do control shift T and they open all back up. It's going to be Ooh, what fine. What the
1: heck? No generation X person knows that. Not oh me. my gosh oh, no. if you're on google chrome no. psa no. control
3: shift t <laughs> if it's apple like command shift t i think it is for y'all and they
2: all come back
3: like meanwhile like, i'm
2: sitting here drooling like what did you just drop on? <laughs> oh my gosh what the
3: heck in the podcast description we'll put google chrome tips no i'm kidding um <laughs> <Is> it- <laughs> but yeah like you keep hammering on control shift t it'll bring them all back but i understood the point they were making in the movie yeah. but i enjoyed it for the the seemingly balanced kind of yeah. message that yeah. that they have, so I enjoyed it for what it was.
2: Well, I think that's good. I mean, maybe maybe Marcus needs to go back and watch the film and really dig a little bit deeper into it. But uh, let's let. Like, well, I mean, Marcus, try, would you say typically no. watch? <laughs> don't a, don't do, you,
1: you watched it once, Marcus. That's all you got to do. You're good. <laughs> thank you, Charlie. Because <laughs> you I appreciate.
2: I appreciate. Thank you. Mm. So, I mean, let's go. Let's go right into it. Let, let's yep. talk about is it worth the price of admission, and let's give it a, a rating. Let's see where we are let's start with brian um actually brian is it worth the price of admission
3: it is absolutely worth six dollars on video on demand of how i consumed it um i think that is the right price to enjoy it i got it on amazon um did the 48 hour rental that that is how i did it and i think it is definitely worth the price
2: okay all right um charlie do you think it's worth the price of admission
1: it is not um if it pops up on netflix amazon prime video and you already have the account that's when you watch it that's and fair that's when you poke fun at it uh do not pay to see this <laughs> film it's not it's not horrible but there's too many other things out there to watch that are worth your time mm-hmm. i appreciate indie films i i like hard scrabble filmmakers just sure. trying to finance a film to get it through because they have vision i don't appreciate quirk for quirk's sake this mm. is it, So no don't, don't pay to see this movie Oh, wow. All
3: Kork, right, look at Kork, that, Marcus. Kork, you, get to, Kork, you get to follow up Kork, that. For Quirk's sake, oh my gosh.
1: You're okay. gonna have, We're opposed we're, we're, uh, now. You're going to have to split. Who, I know, where? right? Yeah. Like he's
2: in a tough spot now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I am going to agree with Charlie. Look at um, this. Look at this. Not worth, I don't think that it's worth the $6. Um, I think if, if it popped up on Netflix, if it popped up on TV and it was just something to watch, um, and I'm thinking like if this movie was to be released um, in the theaters, it, it like, it wouldn't go over well, you know, you know what I'm saying? And oh, so man. $6 be is a rotten tomato. terrible. Yeah, it would absolutely. It would absolutely. Because
1: it'd be close It'd be like a 55.
2: <laughs> when you relate the price to what's actually happening. I just can't see the rela- like $6 to support an indie film. Absolutely. That side right. of me. I'm, I love that. $6. If you're asking me to just randomly put this on for somebody and be like, hey, pay $6 to watch this. I can't see that going over well for a lot of people. And especially a film that they don't know is not really backed by actors who are really well known. And then you see the puff and you, the commercial kind of gives everything (laughs) away. the trailer gives everything away. So, I mean, I'm just kind of sitting here like whatever. So I'm going to say no, as far as my rating goes out of 10 stars, I'm going to give you maybe about a, I'll give you a five for a good ride. (laughs) A good, a good, decent film as, as as I'm taking it for what it is, and then I don't expect it to win a lot of awards or anything. No, five out of ten.
3: All right. Do Do you want us to go around and do numbers or?
2: Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it.
3: I did not come with a number prepared. Um, <laughs> I think I think for me, I'm gonna give it a solid a solid six. Like, okay. I I, right. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a little above average. Okay.
1: This was nominated for the Sundance. Um grand jury drama prize. Drama, by the way. That, that's
3: fascinating to me. Uh
1: it's the five. I, I have a I have you've heard me, I have good yep. things to say about this film. Yep. I really it's not a terrible film. Mm-mm. Oh, but it's a five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You can be a solid non-terrible five, which is perfectly <laughs> fine. Which is funny because we've had all this discussion,
3: and then when it comes down to numbers, it's like and we're only one point away from each other yeah. so we're, we're we were pretty... so
1: far apart on opposite ends of the spectrum right <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a you're a terrible six how dare you <laughs>
2: yeah you like oh you gave me like, one more star like, but um i don't know i appreciate the discussion I, I really enjoy both perspectives i appreciate you charlie for even coming up here and giving us these different viewpoints because yes. i mean that's what's that's what really watching movies is all about like just because we have a perspective doesn't mean it's everybody's perspective um and so, yeah, go watch the film, Save Yourself. You don't have to listen to us. Go watch it for yourself. Yeah, um, check it out yourself. us on Amazon Prime and, and just figure it out and let us know. You can find us on and white, filmsandblackandwhite, wherever it is that... Um, you know it is your favorite social media website is and let us know if you disagree or agree with us which is perfectly fine um let Harley. us know about the
1: crystal if if you're an audience, if you're a listener and you figure out the crystal and we hey. just don't get it let us <laughs> there's
3: <laughs> just gonna be like a huge facebook comment yes. about like here's my theory about the crystal How and do why you not you're understand
1: wrong the crystal it's clear as day it's, it's right there and then, and then i go
2: back and watch it and it's right in my face and then let me know if you would save the baby and um, then i get a text from
3: marcus like save the baby it. marcus Save oh the- yeah save the baby hashtag save, save the baby,
2: baby. Hey, save the baby it yeah, must be
1: heroes save, <laughs> save the cheerleader save
2: the world that was like a very interesting era of tv shows um, oh, man.
1: <laughs> <there you laughs> so
2: i want to let our guests um before we all get out of here do you have anything to promote anything that you want to say to the people before we scram
1: Uh, You can read me at uh, charliejewel.com. I am just as opinionated on there as I am uh, on here. I have a weekly uh, podcast that I co host with another DC film critic, Hannah Bookdahl. It's called Cinema Clash. We have cinemaclash.com and uh, we agree on nothing. She's mainstream. (laughs) I'm indie. So uh, if we do agree on a film, it's probably awesome. Look at that.
2: Okay. I love that. I love that. Brian, give us the rundown.
3: You, you know it. So uh, I just want to say definitely check out Cinema Clash. Uh, I've added it uh, within my my podcast listening. Um, it's a really, it's like, it is so like efficient and I appreciate that. And I love the back and forth with you and Hannah. It's really calming. Like I enjoy it. So definitely check out Cinema Clash. Uh, for me, still promoting The Love Nerds. Uh, so as our listeners know, my wife, Maggie Roush, runs a lifestyle blog. Uh, plenty of recipes as well as SVG files. If you're getting ready to make those shirts for Halloween, if you have a cricket, a silhouette, if you're getting ready to craft, she's got some designs that can help you out, make, make Halloween a little bit more special. So That's That's what I'm promoting. So anything for you, Marcus?
2: Uh, I'm going to take the spot of Douglas Wagner, who we miss. Um, sorry that you could not be here. Um, yes. We're going to promote films Make sure that you go up there. We've had a wonderful snack time this past weekend, which was a spooky Halloween treat. Um, go in there. There's a vlog in there. A blog in there. I'm sorry. There's a blog in there that you can listen, look. Um, the Patreon is coming soon. You will hear from us of all the different tiers for the Patreon that will be coming. Go to Films in Black and White. Compete with us online for the Catch That Quotable. Follow us on social media. Um, share. Um, give us the stars, and also add Cinema Clash to your listening um, as well. Like put us both in rotation. You know you love movies, so you want to hear from both of us. That that that's what that is. And so, um, without further ado, the only other thing that I can do before we sign off, if nobody else has anything else to say, um, I'm going to give you the traditional um, recipe for success here at Films in Black and White. We want to make sure that you are reading a book. Um, reading a book is very important We just pick up anything just read read something whether it's a chapter whether it's a it's a paragraph read something because if you don't read then what the hell um and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and and the second thing that we want to tell people is drink some water put that juice down put that soda down put those dark liquids down and drink some water that is ruining the enamel on your teeth um <laughs> you want to just make sure specific. that you know that yeah. makes it more sensitive you see
3: <laughs> yeah. no i mean but you're just, right i just didn't expect you to be that specific i love it
2: <laughs> we just want to make sure that you are drinking enough water, that you are hydrated, that, you know, when you go and use the bathroom, it doesn't smell like asparagus and that'll knock you right out. Um, and, and the last thing that we always want to leave everybody with, as you all know, is wash your ass. Um, because <laughs> There is, there is a, there's a, a pandemic going on and there's not enough hand washing and not enough ass washing. And so with that, we just want to make sure that we are doing our part telling people what's going on wait <laughs> we want to make sure that we're doing our part letting people know what's going on and just wash your ass you know what i'm saying like that's that that's, that's it that's all i got so yeah that's it good <laughs> <laughs> hygiene we
3: always promote that
2: <laughs> all right we love you we appreciate y'all and y'all already know that though this episode will be available on friday love you and thank you to our wonderful guest charlie as well you, gentlemen. um we, we will see y'all later
3: all right thanks everybody <laughs>